What's up, fam? Welcome to the C Town Arena Podcast. My name is Ruff. I'm here with my boy Nikki. Ruff. <laughs> <laughs> so <Ruff>. close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't. I heard it and I was like, <laughs> I know, I heard it too. My name is Ruff. Your name is Ruff. Can you just not fuck around at the beginning part when we're trying to start? <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We were trying to be pulled. You could have said it after the intro. <laughs> no. Versus in the middle of the intro. But here's the thing. We both heard it. We I don't give a shit. We were all set up and ready we, until you said rough. <laughs> I mean, you the, gave us the ammunition this time. You could have <laughs> saved the ammunition, ammunition, till after the intro. That no, it takes longer for us Also, to Nikki, no, says no, the guy difficult. with the food in his hand and walking away as soon as he's pressed record. Real professional. Says the guy that was playing true murder po- <laughs> <laughs> before we even started. You know what? We'll talk about that, too, since you want to be funny. Okay. Disturb okay. some people on here. No, we're good. We're good. No, Stop. No, no, no. Since you wanted to play surprise party over there, Vincent. We're going to do surprises on my own of what we're going to add Okay, on. fine, but don't get too graphic. This is a sports podcast, not a murder podcast. I'll give a warning for everyone involved who's watching to leave the room if you don't want it or skip ahead of the segment, and Russ will tell them later what time to skip to. No, I thought it was rough now. <laughs> See, now funny. I mean, I think that was his goal. Okay, anyway, let's take it from the top. <laughs> Take 139,563. Take. What's up, fam? My name is Russ. Welcome to the C-Town Arena Podcast. I'm here with my boy, Nikki. Yo, yo. I'm here with my homie, Ben. Hey, how's it going? And welcome to the arena. <laughs> okay, y'all. Sorry about rough. that beginning. I Just swear rough. to God. <laughs> rough. Look, man, I was trying to be... I was actually... You come and give pressure until this fool says... My name is Ruff. Yeah, and then you couldn't keep a straight face anymore. Yeah, like, I, I had a long day, okay? We so all had a long you. day, homie. No, he's over there. <coughs> Real funny. It's long, not long. Fucking hell. Well, you said homie, so... Homie's over there. And you in front of me. <laughs> or like uh, Damon Wayne's character in, in Living Color. Homie don't play that. No, not really. Wait, what? You don't, you don't remember Homie the Clown from In Living Color? Damon Wayans played that. Oh, right, him. <laughs> Homie don't play that. I hate you. Fucking smacks the shit out of someone. <laughs> So and, and, and uh, since we're on the subject, he was actually dressed up. No, 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 no. Since we're Let on the subject, finish. guess what he's dressed up as? No, a clown. Oh God damn it! Since we're talking about clowns earlier, we'll get to that part later. <laughs> we gotta talk about the draft because we're first and foremost sports. Yeah. So how the I didn't really and the last cracking game of what our final thoughts were. I didn't see the Me I didn't neither. see the I'm, last cracking game or see the highlights, I, but I heard it was a really good game. I'm also not like really much of a hockey off. person, so I can't really say anything. You're killing me, Smalls. That's the goal. Then we can also talk about how the Mariners' start of the season went. Oh, they're they're freaking on fire! Oh, really? So, so, okay, so, so so before no. we go into the NFL, oh, man, you were 
part of a sports podcast, you gotta at least keep up with the sports. So, so before, the sports? before, no, before, 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 I'm sorry, but like the star player of my team retired last week. No, the star player of your team died a year ago. I'm talking about the one that succeeded him. A wing go up, 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 a wing go up. Okay, 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 okay. Are you guys done fighting like bitches? Are you done being a bitch? Are you? I'm not a bitch. You the bitch here. Mm-hmm. Says the person that bitches a lot. Says the person that's the biggest bitch I know. Yeah, I agree with Russ there, buddy. Sorry. Says the biggest <laughs> bitch also I know. Excuse me? <laughs> uh, you bitch more than me and him combined. Is that so? got messages to prove it. Oh All God. I said was the don't Patriots get stuck in the... this year. Oh, my God. The <laughs> Saints are lost this week. I'm just going to cry in a hole. Says the guy that held a funeral procession for the Seahawks. It was for Russell Wilson and deserved a send-off. I just... It was a send-off. I grabbed be a great send-off, but it was a send-off. But at least... I didn't cry like a bitch in the middle of that. Like someone else I know. Homie. I'm not gonna lie though. Russell getting on my last motherfucking nerve. Oh, what do you do now? It's what he's been doing in Denver. Oh, what? He, oh, what he's been doing? Okay. Oh, what? I thought you were getting mad at me. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? No, <laughs> no, I, no, no. I said Russell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people also do call the other guy Russ, so yeah, it gets confusing. Yeah, Russ. Mm, okay, okay, yeah. Anywho. Okay, so what do you do? Let's get started. Well. We'll talk about before we get into the talks of the draft. Uh, just really quickly, just uh, for the Seattle Manners, like, since we're talking about them, um, off on a hot streak. Off on the hot streak for sure. Uh, let's see here, let me pull up the standings real quick. Actually, we're, we only lost a couple games, from what I understood. So right now we're for the uh, American League West, and the Mariners are. Has 12 wins, 13 losses. We're currently third uh, underneath the Angels and the Astros. Mm-hmm. Currently. Hey! So, oh yeah, they, they, start, they started off like pretty hot, like 10, 10 and 5 mm-hmm. at, at the beginning of the season, which I'm like, hell yeah! <laughs> Finally, they're actually doing something. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> well, which, uh, we, uh, there's been talks of they keep continuing doing this being very hot, especially this big... This early in the season, like they continue that all throughout the season this year, uh, they could potentially go back to the playoffs, and they, first and we have ever. Uh, first time in, since two thousand one, and right now we have uh, Seattle for especially for baseball has the longest playoff drought in history right now. Mm-hmm. How long has it been? Uh, it, we haven't been to the playoffs since two thousand one, so years. we're right now we're the, we're the mm-hmm. only team. In baseball, if I remember correctly, uh, that has a playoff drought, and we haven't been to the playoffs since two thousand one. Oh wow, forever, forever, forever. Yeah, it's uh, the last time they went to the playoffs is when they won the hundred and sixteen games, and they mm-hmm. actually should have went to the World Series and should have won that one. But you know, two thousand one Yankees had to win it because of Nine my condolences to the people who lost their lives on nine eleven. Blah blah blah. Fuck the Yankees. That's all I'm going to say. Damn, man. You, you, you don't got to do that. No. I, I mean... Just, when, when you're in the shadow of the New York Yankees for fucking years, 
you, you grown. No, I don't hate. Okay, so let me put this perspective. Per, per I mean, hate's a big strong word. I do not hate the Yankees. I strongly dislike because we've just been in their shadow for years. I mean, <clears throat> aren't we still there today? No one asked for your opinion. Pause. No one asked for your opinion. I'm playing, homie. I really am. Okay. I will remember this later. Don't worry. We'll remember it later, too, when you start crying about your team's losing. Oh, my God. The LA okay. Lakers didn't okay. go to the playoffs You want to take it there, year. huh? Okay. Oh, my okay. God. My team didn't make it to the playoffs. I don't know what I'm going to do now. I'm just going to go in my room and cry like a little biatch. Okay, no more roast fest on him. He's done enough. Now, on that subject, I don't want to put too much eggs in the basket when it comes to the Mariners because we've been let down many times beforehand when they've given us false hope. But so far, I've liked what I've seen. I pray that we can at least keep it up strong. That's all I will say on it. We got a lot of strong talent. Not just one talent we always have to rely on. Well, that sounds familiar. Oh, fuck off. You knocking shit over. (laughs) All right, continue. Frick. Killed my whole vibe with that shit. But no. If they make it, I hope they do because we actually have a solid lineup right now. So that's all I'm going to say on it. I will leave it at that. Now, let's go down the well, rabbit just, hole a bit. Just uh, put on uh, the, the, only, the, the, only, the only negative thing I'll actually say about uh, the Mariners is, especially in recent years when they start out hot like this, about uh, time when the All-Star game yep. uh, hit, that's usually when they die down. I don't want to say that, but it, it's in fact, recent it's years, that they, they have done that. So yeah, like I said, like like you said, I'm not gonna put everything in the basket just yet, Please but we'll see after. <laughs> well, my biggest thing is I'll wait till after the All Star game and see where everything goes because we almost made it to the playoffs last year, despite exactly despite having a rock rocky uh, start Sorry. of the season. So we'll see, we'll see. Like I said, it's gonna be a matter of if we can. It's going to be a matter of endurance. Let's put it like that. If we outlast the other teams, then we'll be fine. If not, well, that's a square one. It's like only, what, three sports that actually play a lot of games for like almost 90% of the year. Mm-hmm. Which you have hockey is one of them. Basketball is another. Then, of course, you have baseball. And football, to some extent. Not football. Not American football. I'm talking like... Soccer. Soccer football. Uh... They have like, outside of this country because sometimes they have breaks in between games. Like after a game, they have like three months, not two, two, no, like two or three days before the next game. Oh, that's what you mean by nonstop. Okay. Like, like, like I said, like baseball, hockey, and of course basketball. Like, really, the only sports that play like back-to-back games in multiple days in a row. That's fair. Especially in baseball, mm. when you have to do the double headers, especially when you. Uh, Protests, and uh, they had to prolong the season. So to make up the games, that's why they have to do the double headers, which is two games in one day. Oof. But besides that, I'm actually really excited for Seattle since we're gonna shift over to foosball. Oh boy, here we go. I guess that means I gotta go into analysis mode. 
I mean, you're the expert on this one. Yeah, you, well, sir. I shouldn't have to be the only expert here, but apparently you motherfuckers can't do the job. Well, you're the one that talks about football like 90% of the time we have our Leave me alone. I mean, you ain't wrong. What? I'm just reinforcing the homie here. What more do you want from me? To talk about more than 99.9%. And you have no room to talk because you don't have to follow sports. Jesus fucking Christ. What about the LA Lakers this year? They didn't make playoffs. Oh, I didn't know that. It's your favorite team. Tom Brady lost in the playoffs. It's not his fault, though, because all those rings that he has to have in one hand. Yeah, yeah. Know, they weigh him down, like the set of balls he's got in his damn pants. And it's hard to throw an inflated ball, you know? It's really heavy with all that air in it. <laughs> God, hey, you remember what I Good. said? Good! Let the hate flow through you! <laughs> you know what I say? What the best thing about he's a Patriots fan is? throw at me, huh? Hey, hey. Hey, Nikki. What? You know what I say about what the best thing about dating a Patriots fan is? God damn it. You won't have to worry about having inflation? No. They don't mind if you cheat. <laughs> you ain't wrong. Okay. Okay. Bill okay. Belichick still be cheating to this motherfucking day with his weak-ass players. Oh, sorry. Like Vince always said, you know, you ain't trying if you're not cheating. Yeah, if you, that to be fair, that's works. what my, my boss said at the time. If you don't cheat, you're not trying to win. I'm not saying I condone it. Last I checked, see how but at the same time you're condoning it. Last I just make jokes. Did not have to cheat to be Peyton Manning or Tom Brady in the regular season. I mean, we also didn't have to throw the ball at the goal line either. But no one talks about that. We talk, don't talk about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> now you can throw something at him. You've earned that honor. Take off the shoe. Throw that nasty ass shit at him. I'll throw my tongue at you. You will meet Jesus. You bitch, that's a sneaker. I don't care. It's the sentiment that counts. You gotta throw a whole ass sneaker at me. I'll send you to yeah. Jesus. You know what? Jesus, <laughs> Jesus already hates me, so why does it matter? <laughs> we love you too. Let's get started, I guess. Okay, let's. Justin, look. you're the only one who followed it as much as I did. So, who did you. Well, let's start off with this. Your ass is out of this one because you didn't fucking bother to look at who's in the draft. I mean, I just scrolled past it. I don't know. That guy that. said. <sighs> Such a mean person. You ask for it because you don't study. I try to study as best I can. And if... that's why he slides. Yeah, okay. You. No, no, no. Okay, me. You got a fucking father that knows everything about every sport, practically. Yeah, but he doesn't keep up with the dress. He even said it himself. Uh, he just waits for the game to start, and then he's good. I swear to God. I'm sorry. I, like father, like son. Any motherfucking ways. Since you don't pay attention. So, let's go down the list. Let's go down the list. Who did you want? <coughs> First off, Russell. In each draft, who did you... In total of the whole entire draft, who did you want us to get with the amount of picks we had? Honestly, I'm actually glad that we picked up Abraham Lucas from uh, Washington. I was going to mention him later, but yes. But since you asked, uh, let's see, what, which other one that we had? Oh, that's the only one from Washington. Shit. Yeah. Uh, I actually I actually was not. 
I actually really liked the the pick of Kobe Bryant. I did too. Actually, ugh. strong cornerback. Again, again, you're from Cincinnati. <laughs> Who did you originally want us to get? Sauce Gardner, hundred percent. Out of everyone in the draft, man, I mean, like numbers between all we had in picks. Oh, like how many people that I would? <laughs> yes, not just the one. Like in total of our picks, who did you want in each draft if they went to it? I don't know, honestly. I'm sorry. I'm being a dick right now. Ah, uh, yes, you are. No, fuck you. <laughs> now I'm being an asshole. Okay, then no Doctor Strange for you. Oh, shut up on your side too. When Next is that movie even out? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you kept up with it too. I don't keep up with that movie because we are like not nerds. <laughs> That's more Morbius, but that's beside the point. Fuck Morbius. That movie was trash. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Every time he doesn't want to speak, he keeps tapping his <laughs> microphone. It's like it's tap hilarious. On, tap off. Tap on. Tap off. Tap in. That's where the mute tap button in, is. What more do you want from in, me? Tap out. Just continue the draft and go play with your I whale. I digress. I am inclined with my boy over here, Russ, about getting Sauce Gardner. I was hoping if he did... I kind of here's the saddest part about all of this. The draft went exactly as I thought it was going to. Sauce was going to get picked number four overall, just because I thought that he was the fourth most talented person on the team or in that whole draft. What I did not see fucking happening was Malik Willis dropping all the way down to like I think the third or fourth round. Oh yeah, I was actually kind of surprised out too. I thought I thought they would go in the second round. That shocked for the hell sure out of me. I'm just going to throw it out there because I'm not saying I believe Malik was like a top. Five, I suspected that they were going to snatch him that quickly because it's he's a QB and he was the most anticipated. They usually go very first overall. Look at Baker. What do you think of Jacksonville's pick for for the number one? Who do they pick again? Oh my they pick, God. they picked a wide receiver. That's all I can remember. Olave? I believe. I think he was so. the first one off the board. I know that Detroit got Hutchinson as number two overall. Uh, let's look this up real quick. Uh, he is a solid defensive edge. <laughs> Tell Tyler when you see him that I'm actually happy for his team. Oh, the Lions? Yeah. I'm not saying they got hope, but they stronger than they were. I mean, we'll see what the upcoming season has to like say I about said, that. You know that the NFL loves Oh, Trayvon Walker. That was a good one. He was a really solid clutch player, too. Trayvon Walker to the Jaguars as the number one pick. And what no, position and, was he? Because I know it ain't uh, it ain't wide receiver. He's like a defensive player, I think. Pretty sure he was. <coughs> He's a defensive player. Oh, don't do that. Oh yeah, you're right. Edge rusher. That's what I was about to say. Like, this was the year of the edge. I'm not even gonna lie, because oh, dude, it, freaking. The, like like you said before, like like I wasn't really paying attention to college that much because of years past, blah 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 blah. That's but uh, for one of the games I have seen, it was very a very strong defensive class this mm-hmm. year for sure. Like I do one hundred percent agree with you on that one. Like Jordan like fucking, this was my favorite one. In that fucking whole draft. Cincinnati had quite a few of them, and we did pick like, like I said, Kobe Bryant. That one. I'm the sorry. name makes me laugh because I the only name that I can think of is, is actually Kobe. Is Kobe. <laughs> I already told them you basketball legend Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Why would you sit like that? I'm stuck. Help. No, you put yourself 
position. You can get out. You do judo for God's sake. But that doesn't mean he's flexible. Evidently. I'm good. You good? Yeah, no, go ahead. You really good? Go ahead. But, but yeah, good. Um, I, I was... I had... Here's a set. Like I said earlier, Sauce, I had suspected was going to be number fourth overall. I was hoping he'd drop. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan of him, so I was hoping. Or that Seahawks would trade up. I'm not saying they would, but... No, it, it, there was not enough incentive behind for us right. to, uh, unfortunately, but uh, you know what? Up. If he can help lift up the Jets a little bit, Jets actually probably won the most out of this whole fucking draft. <clears throat> I will keep that a buck because they bought in a lot of players. Hey, j- just watch out! In about like four years, we probably get Sauce Gardner over to us after doing some you. ridiculous I draft. You. I hate like you. we did with Jamal Adams. <laughs> I hate you for that one, but you're probably right. Um, no, though, real talk. The one person I deadass had not pegged to go out when he did was Derek fucking Stingley. I did not expect him to go out number three overall. because What he, position did he play? Same as Sauce, corner. Oh, yeah. He played it, for LSU. He was their lockdown corner. It, it his, was definitely definitely year of, of defense, for mm-hmm. sure. There was some okay offensive players like, oh oh oh, 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 I'm I'm really happy about our pick though. Charles Cross. Uh, besides him, Which uh, one? the Abraham? running the running back. See, I'm actually I'm actually really about that one. I, I, I'm actually really excited for that one because Thank I have actually you know, seen a couple of games for him. I'm like oh my god, I, I can't was, believe we actually got him. I thought he was gonna go out a little bit <laughs> earlier. Honestly, I was like holy shit, did we actually get him? I'm like fuck yeah. <laughs> I thought I was bullshitting all that. One. Everyone had me dying because they're like this. Because I don't know if you noticed. Honestly, well, I thought Charles Cross would go out earlier, go too. On, my advice to y'all, don't go to Seahawk Twitter. Don't go on Seahawk Twitter. Why? Because. It's very toxic right now. Yes. No. I mean, it hasn't are, it always been toxic? Yes, but it's worse now because they're trying to rag. They've been ragging on Seahawks ever since day two because of drafting a running back. I'm going to just. We're going to talk about that real quick, Justin. After the I, fact, I, actually, I just got to say right now. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was wanting, I was respectfully wanting Kenneth Walker. I loved how he played. He had a lot of explosiveness. He was very fast. And he could break tackles like it was nobody's business. And break ankles like it was nobody's business. I saw this. No, I'm serious. He did a juke one time. His whole body was in a slant. Guy tried to hit him. As soon as he did that slant, he burst into the right. And the guy's ankles were like, Ouch. I was like, Pauline! You, you know what he kind of reminds me of a little bit? Both Marshawn and Derrick Henry kind of mixed. Uh, I don't see... Well, Derrick Henry, I can and can't see for a number of reasons. One, this is not a knock on Kenneth, but I haven't seen any film where he stiff arms a person. And did you sit on my fucking shirt? <laughs> I think that's his... Isn't that his sweatshirt? What shirt? <laughs> hey, hey, look on the bright side. At least he didn't fart on it. <laughs> anyway, hey, is it laundry day for you coming up soon? Shut up! It's Saturday! Anyways. I'm gonna have to freeze that later. Okay, um. My man, assholes are assholes. They all smell. Yours included. Why you gotta do that? Anyways, back. But besides the point. 
Like, I love the guy, but he reminds... I love the whole Marshawn Lynch one. I saw that, too. But he needs... But I didn't see enough stiff arms from him to where I can say he's truly a mixture of those two. Where I saw him was was two different backs entirely. And what's funny is they're in the draft. Or not in the draft. They were in the league right now. And that is Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb. Oh, Those yeah. are the best comparisons. Hard, hard running, and he can actually be very elusive too. Exactly. Like, he, he has to count for the best. Like not not quite a power back, but he has qualities of a power back. Exactly. He's more because he's got the body for it. We can teach. I think we can teach him it like that. I trust Andy Dickerson to actually teach him exactly what he needs to learn. That's neither here nor there. Look at how Rashad Penny all of a sudden bursted onto the scene. All it took was Andy and one Adrian. Adrian! <laughs> Man, uh, do, do, we, no. do we ever resign Adrian Peterson? Or do, it was it just the one year? It was just that one little bit. We didn't resign him. He's having some legal issues right now. Uh, of course. Like, every player that we signed has some type of right. legal so issue. It's a curse, man. It's a Seahawk curse. I don't know what to tell you. Yes, especially one player in particular, which I was actually very pissed about. I mean, Brandon Brown is still in prison, so. That doesn't surprise me. Honestly, no, no. I'm talking about our our our, uh, our stoner that now went to KC. Josh Gordon. Ain't Fla- he still there? Flash Gordon. Yeah, he's still there. Man, I, I was actually so freaking mad about that. I know. We were all mad about that because they were doing him dirty that whole entire season. Now, back, same thing with freaking Everett too. Like when we had him, Gerald Everett. We just didn't utilize him as well as we could have. We had the option to. We I, just never threw it to him for I whatever think goddamn could, reason. I think we should have resigned him for at least one more one year. More. I would have. That's what I would have said. Like I have one more year, but at the same time, like we're having like cap issues, especially mm-hmm. with like mass uh, movement in in this in this off season. That and also fucking Russell giving us dead money, basically. What do you mean by dead money? That means he took up you know 90% of the cap. You know that contract that he got, the $150 million one? Yeah. Since he didn't finish all of that with us, that money is dead for us, and we can't do anything with it. So until, basically until he after just, next season. So basically he just took it and ran. Yeah. That's another reason why I'm really fucking sick and tired of him right now. I mean, I thought we'd been sick and tired of him. No, before. no. I, I was like... Like, tolerating it and understanding at first, but now he's being a cornball again. I said what I said. I mean, he's doing shit over in Denver, making it seem like he didn't do it already over here. I think he's just being an asshole to be an asshole. I don't think he's being an asshole on purpose. That's the thing. It's just Russell being Russell, but at the same time, he's kind of being a dick about it. No, not really. Name me one QB who decided to jump in their jersey when jumping to a new team. Before off season even started and camp season started, yeah. Well, I'll wait. Didn't Tom Brady? Tom Brady didn't jump in a jersey as soon as he traded to Tampa to make sure it fits right. You know. No, he did not. There was no, no. footage. This motherfucker Russell ran out the stadium in the jersey. I hope you're burning that motherfucker. I spent too much money on my Russell Wilson jersey, so I'll, 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 I'll keep I'll keep my. I, I have two saying, of them. I hope he burns in the stadium, since he can't seem to cook there either. Well, he already kind of burnt half the stadium. I'm, 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 
Okay, so any uh, more notes you'd like to take for the draft? Actually, a lot of them, but okay. y'all are going to have to let me talk on this one. Now, Kenneth is my number two excited option. Okay. Because I wanted him, because <clears throat> I think we needed him, if that makes any sense. I was more inclined to focus on the two components that we needed, and that was cornerback, not quarter, corner, and offensive line. We needed to rebuild that offensive line now that we had no worries about Russell. Yeah. And then what else happened? Char- no, Charles Cross was a solid one. I think he's going to be a starter hands down. And uh, I was actually kind of surprised we got him. I thought he was going to go out a little bit earlier before we no, got to No, no, I thought he was going to go later, honestly. I had him picked for later. I had him picked to go a little bit earlier, like like right, like right, a couple picks before our first round. No, I didn't. I couldn't see it because he didn't play for that big of a team. I'm basing this on who made it to the playoff finals, basically. I knew Sauce was going to make it there because, again, made it to the playoffs. Well, a lot of the Cincinnati people freaking... I know. A lot of the Cincinnati people went out the board. And then Trent McDuffie... Where did he get sent to? Texans, I think? McDuffie... Or LA Chargers. I, I, I think the Chargers sound better. That's what I want to say because... But a lot of Huskies went too. And I'm excited because you know that one cornerback I, w- cornerback I was telling you about? Um, Bookie? Go ahead. Bookie Radley Hiles. He played for the Huskies but also played for the Sooners when they went to the championship. I had him pegged to go in the third round. I thought we were honestly going to get him. I would have been excited if we got him. But I'm more happy we got Kobe because why? Kobe mentally is built different. And what the fuck are you laughing about? If you don't put that fucking phone down. Do you see me with... Both of you for that matter! Hey, hey, I have the news up, so I'm actually looking through news. I don't want to talk over you. Fair, fair. But get off the phone and at least act like you're paying attention. Jesus. Anywho. And this is for you, Vincent. That's why I'm talking about Kobe and why I think he's going to be the breakout player for this whole entire draft. A lot of people have the other cornerback we got, Tariq, being that breakout one. I can't see it just yet. Kobe has already been proven, has the toughness, has the mental capacity to, and he has a leadership mentality. Okay, that's a start. He was one of the biggest leaders for the Cincinnati team and was what got them there. And everyone never focused on him because of Sauce. Oh, Sauce so... was the ace in the hole. He was the backbone behind Sauce. He was the second best cornerback behind him. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, so talking about Kobe Bryant, all right, I thought there was a little thing that I actually kind of read about him because uh, he mm. went to, like, NFL, I think NFL Insider. Yeah. And, and was talking about, like, him and his dad had a conversation, like, that I'm really excited to go to Seattle because when growing up, the Legion of Boom yep. was what I, I looked up to. That, up. that made me smile. All right, too, with so. Cam Chancellor, uh, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Earl Richard, Thomas Sherman, Richard Sherman. Even mentioned Brandon Browner. You have any idea how hard it is for people to even acknowledge Brandon Browner existed? Is it because of the simple fact he's in prison right now? No, it's because of the simple fact that he jumped ship to the Patriots and he was a part of the team that killed our Super Bowl. That you never got you hit. Asked. Which he should have been hit with a... Uh, Penalty at least with, once or twice. With because... a pe- well, no, that, that, the last play, that was definitely... a. And a defensive uh, pass interference, but never got called. Because, you know, refs don't make mistakes. 
So I, I think it is. I'm not going to go too much on it because I think it is another Super Bowl that we did get kind of screwed out of. We did by the a refs. number of ways. I think we were going to get screwed one way or the other. But I think it's like the only Super Bowl that we actually deserve to win, mm-hmm. or deserve deserve to lose. Sorry, deserve we to lose. We would have been a dynasty if we won it, and people would be talking about us a little bit better versus. I could go a long story on what the what ifs. Uh, would be. We'll, we'll save that for another podcast for another day. Oh, uh, yeah. But anyways, back to the fucking draft, since y'all want to cut me off all the time. Although you want to keep me talking. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I saw that! <laughs> what do you do? Quit looking at the fucking time, you dick! The longer you guys interrupt me, the more this is prolonged. You? Oh, no, I just wanted to inject about the what Kobe Bryant said when he got drafted. Oh, no, and I what he was talking, the Which I absolutely love. And there was <laughs> another thing he mentioned, but I'll... I'm going to look it up. You can keep talking while I look it up. Uh, but, sorry. uh... Oh, jeez. Sorry, 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 I'm sorry, you wanted to keep talking. Uh, see here. Uh, really quickly. Oh, uh, for about, uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, he, uh, what I've been reading as of late with him, uh, he may not actually join a team this year, so he just might, he just might just cut his losses from the Browns and not, Choose a team right away. That's oh. fair. Okay. So because yeah. no one seems to be wanting to pick him. And I feel bad. See, I'm not opposed to picking him up. No, but, I'm not opposed either. But, but he, at the same time, he, he like he doesn't seem like he wants to be in Seattle. No, that's what I hate to say, too. At least Drew Locke put in the effort to, like, Dude, he, he get to met with He may, met with everyone on his offensive. On his mm-hmm. offense. I think he's going to end up winning it all, at, honestly, at the end of the day. Now, here's the I didn't think he did. The, the reason why I, I was talking negatively about Drew Locke when we first got him because he wasn't doing too good. He he wasn't he wasn't bad, but he wasn't good down in Denver, right? But I think he, that he didn't fit their system. Like, yeah, that, that, that's what it comes John down to. Elway. When it comes to like the system, like the John Elway system down in Denver, I he wasn't a fit. Even though he was. Uh, what the hell are you doing now? <laughs> it, it fell out of my pocket. Leave the phone alone. No. Uh, well, there's a certain word I'm trying to look for. Um, his his daddy used to play in the NFL, so he, he's one of those. Oh, so oh, legacies. Oh, there you go. He, he's a legacy. Yep, yep. Oh, so he, he runs he, the family. He's already got put onto a higher pedestal when he uh, was able when he did his first debut mm-hmm. down in Denver. Which, honestly, I think I would have choked my. To be, be fair, honest, we with got you. our set of legacies over here because we got DK Metcalf, his father played for I think New York. I think the Giants, if I remember Yeah, New York Giants. Uh, that's what I meant to say. I know that we New York's got too many teams to really keep They up. have like three teams, like Buffalo, and all based in New York, Jets, and Giants. The only one that don't use New York. Buffalo, yeah, well, Buffalo tech, well, Buffalo's technically in New York. but uh, Jets should technically be in New Jersey, but that's none of my fucking business. Well, here's the funny thing. But both the Giants and the Jets... Uh, even though they both have the New York name, they play in New Jersey because like, that's where the fucking stadium's at. I know. I laugh about that too. Like, damn, that's awkward. Mm. Where do they come from? Where? Here. God damn it. It's it, which is funny because it, it, Seattle kind of had like the similar thing mm. where uh, where do you know where the original training facility was at? Seattle. In Kirkland. That's what I was about to say. Kirkland, and then it became Renton. Yeah. Because Renton was actually closer to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that feels a lot nicer. Oh, yes. Especially no as... No disrespect. 
But anyways, no. especially us being in the vicinity of it. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say of where we're at here in Washington. Found <laughs> uh, the video, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is basically what Kobe Bryant had to say when the team. I think. I can't remember if Cincinnati won or lost. I think they lost, didn't they? They lost in the national championship. Okay. I wonder against who. I think it was Ohio, honestly. It might have been Georgia or Ohio. One of the no, teams. no, you're right. It's Georgia. Georgia beat them out. Because Georgia ended up winning the whole thing from what I remember. Which I'm actually glad it's not Alabama. <laughs> Georgia's a bunch of menaces to society, though. I'm just going right, to the, the top two, answer them later. The top right two now, schools I'm really happy about that didn't win the college championship this year was Ohio. Alabama, Alabama because and Ohio. <laughs> no disrespect to Nick Saban. I still say he's probably the best coach in the whole damn college league right now, but... Honestly, if Nick Saban went from college to the NFL, I don't think he was going to do too well in the NFL. No, for how his well, he might do really better than he would do the other than but be probably better than Chip Kelly. Or I think he would honestly do just because he's very intertwined with his players, like he knows how to understand them. He would do as well as Pete Carroll did when he jumped over here. That's just my personal opinion because he's very impersonal with his team. And you kind of need that if you want to start up a new franchise. You want to. But I, but at the same time, I think he's too comfortable in Alabama. That's honestly, fair. he's not going to go nowhere. They got a championship leader. They'd be stupid to let him go. Honestly, I digress. But go ahead. Truer words have never been spoken. Right. Honestly. Truer words have that's never what, been spoken. And that's what I loved and appreciated about that player. In general, his work ethic. Like he said, he mentioned the Mamba mentality. I don't know if he just did that as a reference to Kobe in general, or he just really believes it. I think he genuinely does believe it. I digress, though. You can't deny when you see him on the field, kid made the most interceptions out of that whole entire quarterback team. Sauce may have been the lockdown person to refuse the touchdowns, but Kobe was sticking to people like Blue and then redirecting them one way when the ball was flying the other. I saw one play where literally you see him running with the wide receiver. Wide receiver wasn't looking back. He just kept running. Kobe already sees where the ball is about to go and veers away from the player knowing it's not going near him. And then snagged it out the air and ran it back. Well... He plays smart. His vision is great. His IQ, second to none as far as I'm concerned on that Cincinnati team. Second only to maybe, maybe on this option. Sauce. 
in that whole entire team. But Sauce is just a dog by nature. Now, on to Kenneth Walker as my second favorite on this list. Because, like you said, Russ, kid's explosive. He's basically, honestly, he'd be a good Rashad 2.0 to work behind him. Now, the only question when it comes to Kenneth Walker is, can we keep him healthy? Oh, to well, do good. That's the thing I've heard is be, that we actually changed. I thank God on this. Fucking thank God. I hope it makes a difference. We changed our conditioning team for the Seahawks, which means hopefully less injuries. Hopefully less lies about said injuries. Oh, the injury's not that bad. He'll be fine. Ah! Or not even show up at all. Look at Chris Carson. Or look at A.B. My ankle hurts. Fuck you. You Jump really up don't now. like him. You really don't. No, I, I really think there's some something mental with him. I know, Hon- you honest to God. Like, you got to make jokes about him. He's a wonderful though. player. I just don't know why. Besides, like, the only... You don't know why. I, I, besides the Madden curse getting into his head. Like, I think that's the, mainly the only reason why. I see a number of things. One... The Vontez perfect hit because of how his neck twisted. But if you ask him, it wasn't even that bad of a hit. I'm like, my man, you were down on the ground and you weren't even waking up. What do you mean it wasn't that bad of a hit? <laughs> like, I, I'm just saying, if the shoe fits. Now, I digress. We can't talk about AB. We got no time on this and you want to talk about a lot more. Well, what? Okay, go ahead. Third, now, I would say Kenneth Walker is going to be an experiment. Out of this whole entire lineup, he's going to be the experiment. Now, number four. Or three, I think. I, I'm on three. Who I think is going to do good, number three? Charles Cross. He's already been proven. He's already a fan favorite by most of the people here. And if he works anything like Russell O'Kong, when we first got him, he'll be a solid keep for a couple of years. Number four is the other cornerback who seems to be getting more hype than our boy Kobe right now. And that is Tariq Woolen. Now, if you don't know about Tariq Woolen, kid is a fucking huge menace. Played for a small team, so that's why he was overlooked, but he stands at six foot four, has long arms, literally looks like DK if you put him on a fucking defensive side. Oh. That's what he started with, actually, was wide receiver. Started at wide receiver, then in his second year switched to cornerback. Mostly because he knew that cornerbacks will get better chances to get signed in the draft. So he wanted to be ready. Okay. What does he do? Trains during the offseason with a player who used to play corner. All the time. And they would do this continuously the whole summer long until he perfected enough of his craft to get solid. Now, I had him pegged when I saw him because of his size to go in the... Third or fourth round because the kid ran a 4.26 in the 40-yard dash. For the fat asses that don't know about it. I know I'm fat. I'm not fat. I'm fluffy. For the big boys that don't know about it, Russell, you at least know what that means on 4.26. That means that boy can truck. Oh, yeah, he can there should be no reason a six foot four person can run with that much mass when he weighs about two hundred and forty five pounds of muscle. No, not at all. <laughs> like I said, basically DK on a defensive side. Now, he's already said. I don't know if you knew about this, Russell. That he's excited to just 
practice against DK. He wants to stick to him like glue until he gets better. And I'm like, at least he's competitive. I'll give him that. People have already started comparing him to Richard Sherman. I don't see it. I see Kobe as being better at him at that. But honestly, that's because Kobe plays smarter and he's not fast. Tariq is a freak of nature that reminds me more of Brandon Browner. Large size. Will probably disrespect you on the field in some way. Just, just keep well, hopefully not enough to get fined. At this point, you get fined for anything. Yeah, pretty much at the drop of a hat. I'm just keeping it a buck. <laughs> now, that's number four. Now, number five is a wide receiver we got in the seventh round by the name of Bo Melton, who played for Rugger. Bo is going to be a solid special teams player. I can see him working for us on kick returns. Kids fast. He's small. Has like a bit of a Golden Tate vibe to him. Okay. Ignoring the fact that Golden Tate slept with Russell's wife. If you remember how he played. His first wife. Be exact. We don't talk about the bit. <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry. That was a little bitter and foul on my part. Very, very, very bitter. Shut up. I'm actually glad he went to freaking Detroit. <laughs> oh my god. Like, anyways, no, though. Bo Melson reminded me of Golden Tate in his play style. I had to look at his old film. Kids clutch. He played for a small team, I digress, he wasn't a power five, but Cincinnati wasn't exactly power five, so I think people need to shut the fuck up about the, those two words. Don't need to play from a big school, you just gotta play with a big heart. That's all I gotta say about him. If you can do that, you cool in my books. Because, fun fact, Deion Sanders, the greatest defensive back to ever do it, wasn't even a part of a big school. And he retired, like, right literally in the middle of his prime. Deion Sanders? No, no, okay, no, no. I'm thinking of the Barry Sanders, my bad. I was going to say, hold the fuck up. Well, Barry Sanders played for a big team. That's neither here nor there. I actually know that story. Dion did not. He played for an HBCU, which, honestly, most schools like that are frowned upon for whatever goddamn reason. I digress. I give this draft... I'm not going to get into all the players. I just got into the ones I'm excited for. Abraham Lucas comes at number five. Or is he six? Six, technically. But Abraham Lucas will be another solid player in years to come. Mm-hmm. I give this draft a solid A- minus to B-plus ratio. Okay. Respectfully. I, I agree. It's actually probably one of the better draft classes besides the... 2012. Yeah, besides the 2012-2013. Okay, I'll be sure class. to take notes for the next one. Just take notes. Or just listen to what your dad and have everything on recording so little... we can insert it <laughs> podcast here. <laughs> or listen to me when I try to give you a recommendation and say, no, I'll wait for the podcast. Yeah, and then forget about it you like two days prick. later. <laughs> I mean, I did buy a notebook to take notes on these things. Might as well Thank use you. it, right? Thank you, big fella. Yeah, I've been, I've been... I sent you an edit showing highlights. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I can't feel my hand anymore. What you like about a player when I give it to you so that you know what you're talking about. Yeah, so it doesn't sound like I'm talking about my, now, my ass. Yeah. when you go home, this is your homework. You need to do this so, be, so you be better for the next Shut time. Shut the fuck it's up. It's going to be great. Shut the fuck up. Make the NFL great again. But uh, overall, like... <laughs> to, just, uh, now, that's something I can get behind. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Russ. Wait, what the fuck you say? 
He said, make the NFL great again. Make NFL great again. I, I'll make the NFL great again. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make Mexico pay for it. Whoa! Uh, okay, okay. Let's 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 stop. Now since we have a game down in Germany, I'm gonna make Germany pay for everything. Oh, I heard about that. We're gonna be playing, I guess, in Germany against Tampa Bay. Have fun in the cold, bitch. Huh? Yeah, so, like, to kind of wrap things up a little bit, uh, there's three spots that we're going to be playing overseas. Well, two of them are technically overseas. (laughs) The third one's at home? Third one's in Mexico. Oh, so closer to home. So, we'll just hope that uh, this time around, uh, a Shakira concert don't mess up the field where they have to postpone the game to go somewhere else. But yeah, no, uh, it's uh, it's gonna be Mexico, London, and Germany are the Ooh. three places that we'll be playing this year cool. for the NFL. But uh, overall, like, what do you guys think of this year this year's draft class? Like, I, I I'm I'm not I'm not really happy about it. Opinion on it. He don't know much about it. It yeah. was a very heavy class, like too heavy. Naturally, wide receivers are always gonna be heavy. I blame Alabama. Wide receivers, even cornerbacks. Speaking of wide receivers, there's going to be a menace to society in years to come that just signed with the Steelers. Can't be that bad. Who, 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 who? What's the problem? Who, who? You ever heard of Russ? You ever heard of George Pickens? Yes. Yes. He's going to be a beauty to watch this year. I I don't... Fucking menace to society. I I don't care if he's over in... uh, over at Pittsburgh, he's going to be a beautiful player to watch. Well, he's going to be fun. He's going to be hilarious to watch because you know he's just going to... Shit. I mean, I want to make a reference <laughs> he's gonna to He's going to be funny because but... he's going to be just beefing with everybody. No, like, you thought DK was beefing with people last year? George Pickens literally picks fights with people. Well, that sounds familiar. So, <laughs> so if, 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 if I remember correctly, uh, I mean, he, he's kind of like as big as DK Metcalf with the... Antonio Brown mentality. by mentality, like literally. That doesn't sound like a good mix. It ain't. <laughs> it ain't, but it's fucking hilarious. No, just, I'm, I'm just, I'm I mean, just expecting to see some some bullshit, uh, freaking unsportsmanlike <laughs> conduct penalty or just on the sideline. It's like, really, you're going to hit me? Fucking hit me harder! <laughs> hit me harder! No, it, that's what I'm expecting. I mean, uh, as long man, as he doesn't like, bitch. as long as he doesn't like, me. put his hands on ah, somebody, it's okay, ankles. right? Guess what? You can't see me. <laughs> you want to see him? Okay, sure. You might as well pause this part so that we don't waste time, homie. Ah, that's fine. That's this fine. is probably part of the bloopers. Okay, okay. Or you guys can wait after we're done recording. Yeah, no. actually. No, no. If you guys can interrupt my shit. And deal with that bullshit, then we can do this. You <laughs> fucking dicks. Hashtag justice for Johnny Depp. We are not continuing that okay, conversation. We're not. But he is winning. I know he's winning. He might but be winning. But we talk about but it every not. single We only talked about it once last week. Twice. No, we only talked about it once on the podcast. See? And that was last week's podcast. <laughs> or two weeks' <laughs> podcast ago. Fair enough. I digress. Johnny Depp, still rooting for you. Keep making a fool out of Amber Heard, who apparently took a shit on your pillow, and I'm sorry about that. On his side of the bed specifically, but uh, we'll be right back. I digress. Black Air Force energy. That that's. Jordan. All right, now we're back. So yeah, he Pickett has definitely have some <coughs> Black 
Air Force energy on him. Ooh. And he's going to be fun to watch. He is. I, I, I ain't I, I, even a Steelers fan, but I will say I'll watch just to see what this motherfucker This upcoming season, we're going to do a new thing is, okay, welcome to the board of picket. How many pennies do you have this, this game? Holy shit, he has 13 and no ejection. I guess Nikki wins this bet. <laughs> hey, let's actually do that, though. Let's no, actually do that. I'm tempted to say, watch how many flags he gets. Versus how many touchdowns he gets. Watch for every touchdown he gets, he's going to get a flag somewhere. Because he's going to do some shit that's disrespectful. I support him like, well, who's with the flag? You can't have a tea party in the end zone. It's been 12 minutes. <laughs> and you literally use the water bottle as if you were trying to take a piss on the guy. I didn't, did I take a piss on him? <laughs> That no, would be, it I was mean, just Gatorade, even though it's yellow. It was a joke. My ass. Look, if, if he were to actually take a piss on the guy, I'm pretty sure he gets charged with indecent exposure he's or whatever. Be a menace to America. I swear to God. Any team playing against him. He was a menace to the freaking college. I know. <laughs> like, when the footage of him just... Grabbing the dude by the face mask and slamming him into the barrier is what like, got me. I'm like, what was that really? <laughs> Why you gotta do all that? Well, was shit? that really necessary? Like, what did what did the guy do to deserve it? Okay, guys, welcome to the wheel of picket. What we'll predict what he does next. <laughs> Throw a guy to the wall. Oh my god! If we win this one, we're gonna have a pizza party next week. <laughs> Wait, why? Oh, Crabtree, like, all of our freaking quarterbacks. I'm actually excited to see if he gets into an ass-whooping fight with Jalen Ramsey. Because you know how Ramsey loves to piss people off. Ooh, that would be a good matchup. I'm already waiting for it. Shit, shit. That and sauce. That and sauce. 200 bucks on picket. 200 bucks on sauce. I'm sorry. (laughs) Picket might actually win the fight, but sauce is going to fucking hop back up and whoop his ass again. Can I get twenty dollars on the the winner of the outcome, please? <laughs> when do the Jets face the Steelers if they do? Okay, so overall, wonderful draft. Thanks for the th- thanks for the. Um... Now I will say I'm excited for Jordan Davis on his team <clears throat> going to, because that boy is going to be a big, big conditioned help. Okay, now. What should we talk about next, big boys? On to the next topic. Uh, well, you shut down my other one, so we have to throw it out the window. But hey, it is Star Wars Day. Oh, yeah. May the 4th, May the 4th be, with, be you. with you. Why am I surrounded by a bunch of haters? I'm not hating it. He said may the 4th be with you. I was the one that said may it not be with you. Why, why you got to be a hater? Because that's how I roll. Y'all choose this energy every fucking day and push my button. Oh, so on Facebook, as if you don't push ours. You so, push mine more. So on Facebook, uh, the, the, someone put a, a post saying like Star Wars killed Han Solo, Star Wars killed Leia, Star Wars killed Luke Skywalker. I'm like, uh, technically Luke never died. Technically, he just his life him. force went back to the Force, but he's still technically a living being. Immortal. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm just excited for the upcoming we could Obi-Wan be immortal. immortal. No. No. So, who else is looking forward to Obi-Wan? Who isn't looking forward to Obi-Wan? Oh, I still need to catch up watching The Mandalorian. On the you're fu- done. On the if fu- you ain't fucking watching now, No, I still have the final episode. 
It's just I've been busy with work. I still need to watch Boba Fett. Still, um, I actually cannot wait for Obi Wan to come out. Tired of people call- Real quick, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Let oh, me interrupt you. I'm getting sick and tired of people calling Boba Fett Mandalorian season three. It was technically, it kind of, no, hear me out. It kind of is, it kind of isn't. Because it's I mean, a, it was Boba just, Fett, it's a Boba Fett story that has uh, Mando. Okay, he just had like his little sideshow. I mean, I'm, I enjoyed it, don't get me wrong, but like, come I'm on now. Mad they didn't focus enough on Boba. I, okay, I yeah, still, I was annoyed with that as much as the next guy, because. I need to still watch Morbius. Which yeah, I mean, Morbius. You can skip Morbius, actually. You can skip it. I've already given them the rating of what I consider it. Yeah, from what you told us, we might as well have dodged uh, I, a bullet. Oh, I still need to watch Batman, and good news is on HBO Max right now. We already knew this. I know. I was the one who told you. You know who told me th- that before you did? Your mom. My wife. Oh, I'm, mom. Sh- I'm shocked that she hasn't roped you into watching it yet. She don't care for it. No, no, she, she really wants to watch it, but she wants to watch it with me. But I keep telling her, like... Fucking watch it yourself. I don't care. <laughs> How romantic of you. Very romantic. I bought her a Batman ring, so fuck off. <laughs> How extremely romantic for you, which means you're never going to get married. Mm-hmm. How <clears throat> dare you? That's my wife you're talking about. I'm just saying, man, Bruce Wayne is still not married in the comics. He almost got married to Catwoman and then called it off. Oof. Man, talk about Batman. He hooked up with every supervillain. Every supervillain, every superhero just about. Hooked up with the woman who can speak backwards. Hooked up with Wonder Woman. Hooked up with Catwoman. Hooked up with Black Canary. Fucked his damn best friend's daughter. Hooked up with Oracle that was Batgirl at one time. Yeah, that's best friend's daughter. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> moving on! <laughs> Which is also his son's girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend. It is a whole mess. If it has boobs, you fucking it, basically. If it has boobs and a... Uh, not a... Not a penai... The only one I'll let slide <laughs> was Talia Al Ghul. Because she technically raped the poor bastard. And, ha- and conceived the son. That's what I mean. She drugged him. Made sure he couldn't remember anything. Oh, that's fucked up. Took his <laughs> donation. Yep, and... Man, ain't that a hell of a way to find out you have a kid? I'm your son! The fuck you're not! <laughs> Literally came into the fucking back cave, whooped Robin's ass, and said, I am the real Robin. I am Batman's son. You're what now? I am Batman's son. Uh, Bruce! Um, Bruce, we had a problem down here. What's going on? We got some little shit saying that he's your son. I don't have a son. You're my son, Tim. Yeah, I know that, but um, I'm telling you right now, he's got your eyes. What do you mean he has my eyes? He has your he eyes. He has the thirst of vengeance. <laughs> I'll be there. Get there. <clears throat> Fuck, it is my son. <laughs> How much would I bet he took a paternity test just to make sure? <laughs> I would. That little kid's a menace. 
That's literally one of the only fucking Bat Fam members that will just dead ass kill you if he has to. I mean, there's only one of them. Oh, especially the oh, do that. especially uh, in the uh, Injustice games mm-hmm. where he gets uh, fuck, oh, fuck, uh, he ain't killed Nightwing intentionally. Don't no, even no, 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 that. no, not Nightwing. Uh, he he brought uh, fucking Z- Zaid, the fucking psychomaniac. Say so, like he, do you feel remorse? I was not raised by you. I was raised by League of Assassins. Fucking slit his goddamn throat. Right there in Injustice Zaid. 2. I can't remember Who the which. Zaz, 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 Zaz. Oh, crazy boy with the tattoos. Of Bold head. Yeah. Zaz. Oh. He was in Injustice? Yeah, Inju- Injustice 2. The fuck? I don't damn. remember him. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was in Injustice 2. Well, damn. Okay. <laughs> I digress. Sure. Um, Back to what I was saying... We were talking about something. You were seeing. Sorry, Batman. The, the reason why I say Zaid because I I just recently am. Pl- you had me confused for a second. I'm like the, re- the, the reason why I had Z- the name of Zaid in my head is because I'm, I'm recently playing Mass Effect Two right now. Fucking mm-hmm. uh, saw that coming. Okay. Rest in peace, because his uh, voice actor passed. Yeah. Did it really? Robin Sachs. Yeah, he's dead. Oh, when did he pass away? Four or five years ago. Yeah. Well, and... it's kind of too late to give him a moment of silence, but I did not know this. We can still do it. <laughs> that wasn't a moment of silence, man. Well, I was going to cry. It was a moment of somewhat silence. What could be more important than some fucking asshole mercenary losing to some fucking kids game? Yeah, tell us how you really feel, Zaid. I am mad at this stupid gang stealing my money. Damn, he he passed away around the, like before we graduated. I think he died of cancer too. Yeah, I heard about that one as well. And then they had they Operation the Tribute. the perfect voice actor for Zaid. Mm-hmm. For, the, the, for the character. Right. Like, literally. <clears throat> Dude's been in a lot, but his voice was just perfect. Oh, yeah. w- especially with that little bit of the Australian... Ex- Australian? Ha- Australian accent. I didn't kinda. see Australian. That was more British than anything. You like, really listen to it? British. So... Well, what do you think Australia... Now that we're on the topic of Mass Effect. Australia was ruled by Britain at one time. Yeah, but it... There, guys. You realize that's like saying Scotland, Scotland, and Ireland are basically Britain. Okay, okay. Well, let's, uh, let's technically they guy, are part of the United Kingdom. Gentlemen, Kino. gentlemen. Let's... There is English. There is Irish. There is Scottish, and then there's Australian. Okay, let's slow down. There's even Scandinavian. Okay, okay. That's pretty much all of Europe, especially Northern Europe. Okay, let's let's settle down. What I'm trying to ask is, how did you guys play out Zaid's loyalty mission the first time around? I'm uh, not gonna lie, I saved the people, and then I held a gun to his head. Okay, how about you, Russ? I honestly don't remember. I think I did the same thing. Oh, am I the only one that decided to go after yes! Vito? You fucking prick! What? He needed to die. But the people needed to apparently. Anything to get revenge. Revenge is not everything. Thank you. Some people, <coughs> some people, I will say you can help kill. I will not deny some, but him. Mm-mm. Oh, so talk about Mass Effect Two since we're on the subject. Why not? It's one of all my right. favorite games of all time. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, right now, I'm currently am playing Mass Effect Two as of right now. Uh, you know what, what's Mass under- Effect Three over here. <laughs> You know what character, at least in my opinion, was actually underrated going into it? Hmm. It was actually Morton Solace. Oh, yeah. 
Like, if you're starting off with it, it he's literally the one you don't care anything much about. I like him. Are you going to let me finish? Yes. Thank you. When you start the game, he's literally the least character you're excited to see. But as time goes on, he actually becomes one of the most rare gems in that whole fucking series. From his singing to his random ass quirks. To just him being adorable some days. Oh man, freaking, uh, the, the one thing I love about him when he's just rambling, like, no, this, no, 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 I'm like, well, uh, uh, let me cut you off and go, no, it's none, none of the above. <laughs> then everyone was expecting him to hate the fucking Krogan because, you know, Solarians, they don't like the Krogan. Actually, actually, he's probably one of the very few Solarians. To genuinely like him and respect yeah. him. Well, he, he if you he's actually really him. listen to any of his dialogue, he... He has no hate going towards the Krogan he just or anybody did it because it was or he it, just the reason the why, genophage. The reason why he created the well helped create the genophage because it was part of a mission. Technically, recreate. I'm I'm just saying recreate. Don't look at me like that, okay? Because it was made. Solarians can't live long enough to see the first time it was made. Well, yeah, they don't live usually live past forty. But the one thing I actually he was do, at forty-five. The one thing I actually okay, do enjoy about uh, with Morton Solis is. He actually helped try to create the cure for the genophage, especially yeah. going to the third game. Mm-hmm. And then gives his own life to do so. Both different. Oh. <laughs> to whoever. I'm just going to say this now, and I'm not meaning it personal, but I'm taking it personal too. Whoever decides to shoot Morden in the back as he's going in the elevator, y'all are some special type of fucking sadists. See, I was, Evil. I was told. If you uh, do all their loyalty missions, loyalty missions. Sh- shut up. <laughs> if you do all their loyalty missions, uh, they will not die going into the. Uh... Yeah, but no, 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 no. Yes and no. Yes, it can be prevented, but it can also not be prevented if you keep your mouth shut the whole fucking way until it, you go into the mission. Oh, I just said something right off the get go. <laughs> Me, I tried to say it at first. Well, actually, that's a lot. Because that's what I do. The very first time I played it, I wanted to make it seem like Shepard truly is conflicted about how he feels, but doesn't want to tell him because he don't know how Rex is going to fucking yell at him when the truth comes out. Like, so, uh, the devil trust wanted to talk to me about not curing the genophage. She what? Oh. (laughs) Hey, now, Rex, don't look at me like that. I said she tried to talk to me, but she's thinking about it. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I opened up my mouth immediately. I'm like, nope, I, I don't trust the Delatros. Fuck well, her. Because I just want to make it seem like, because if you do choose the other <clears throat> option, it's more, he's like, I'm just nervous right now. Oh, okay. Which I just. It's not a lie. I just, it's a fucking nerve wracking situation. Well, for me, I just went with the decision I would the have loyalty. made in, in real life. And the loyalty. And, you know, if you know me well enough, y'all know that I'm well, probably going, one of the most loyal friends the out there. Mission, I actually just <laughs> found out. The hard way, like the first time around, is oh, no. all the. For, if you want everyone to survive, uh, for a certain sections are going into like the collector uh, mothership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to choose specific people for specific tasks. No, oh. if you don't choose the right one, they end up dying. Oh whoa, whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What now? Like if you put the wrong people in the wrong roles, they they will die. I no, I'm confused of who he meant though. I didn't hear who you said. I no think one. he was just saying in general. In general. Oh. Well, yes and no. Here's what I love about this. This is why I love the game series as a whole. If you bring the right people for dialogue, you are in for some juicy-ass conversation. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because I brought... When Grunt was on... 
Oh, wait, did you play Mass Effect 3? I played 3. I was in the middle of playing 3 before uh, I did a, the... Before 3 got stolen from me. For, for on my Xbox. Oh, of course. Sorry, my man. But... Bummer. But I, pr- I pretty sure much you watched you play almost the entire game. Grunt? Like, or, like, Grunt's Reunion? Is such a heartwarming moment because when you see Grunt for the first time leading his own platoon, um, it's like watching your baby grow up. Oh yeah, Shepard! Oh no. shit! <laughs> like, you, hear just, you hear him just say, "Hold up, I don't <coughs> Grunt, Sh- Grunt. What does Grunt do? Like the little child that he is, technically. Oh yeah, cause... shoves every motherfucker out the way to see his parent. Like <laughs> Shepard, Shepard. <laughs> I'm like. You're crunching me. My scars, it's, they're bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no, so. Then, wait, wait. Do you bring, I'm curious. Who here brought Javik on that fucking mission? Uh, fuck. I don't remember who I brought. I'm going to tell you right now, I brought Garrus immediately because that's my homo. That's oh. the homie. That's the oh, yeah. homie. There's no shepherd without Vicarian, baby. You got to bring him at least 40 to 50% of the missions, to be fair. Because that is your homeboy through thick and thin. And especially bring him on the missions that matter. He's basically homeboy from day one. Like, especially the majority of the first two years. <coughs> I've always had Garrison. Uh, of course you did. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to cap, I so did I. I did too. I know hey. you did. Oh, come on. He's... Prick. Oh, oh, so, so when he's your favorite, it's okay. But when he's my favorite, it's a problem. No, no. But I know that means you only used two people that whole fucking first game. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Hey, I, I switch it up. Sometimes I got to level up everyone equally. Actually, mm-hmm. in the first game, actually, no, everyone level up about the same. Doesn't matter. Yeah, they don't work. discriminate. They level them up as you level up. Not so you can't use that excuse no more. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it because of my reputation of playing favorites? No, yes, actually, it's because of your fucking like reputation Like you don't. I diversify. You do not. I mean, technically, I did in Mass Effect 2. Who the hell did you use in Mass Effect 1? Mass Effect 1? Well, you need the biotic power, so of course Who I'm gonna did you use... mainly use in Mass Effect 1? What, both part, both people, or just one? All of the above. It depended on the what the, the mission most. called for. Do you want to guess? <laughs> Rex and Garrus. No, nope. there, were, there were instances where I nope. used... I can already you tell you what? it wasn't. You know, I, 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 I can let I me talk. Garrus is at least talk? one of them. I'll let you talk, but then okay. I'm going to say my options of who you picked... And then I'm going to say... Okay. Okay. Liara and Tally. Those are who you picked the most. Because I'm already a soldier, yeah, to balance things out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I you know this. what? You, 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 you know what? Everybody doubts me no matter what I say, so fuck you for Garrison that. Garrison Ashley. Okay, I fucked Ashley, so what? And you brought her on almost every mission and probably agreed with every decision she made, didn't nah, you? Nah, not every single one of them. I didn't agree with the fact that she was I, I didn't really xenophobic. utilize Ashley that often in the first she game. She wasn't even that xenophobic. I'm getting sick of it. Everybody of... kept bagging on me for that. No, you I... were one of them. I never bagged on her for being xenophobic. You also bagged on me for the fact I bagged I on her for being a pure bitch. And not trusting you even though she fucked you multiple times. That, that, that was hurtful, not gonna lie. I do trust you. It's just that. It's just that. It's just that. Shut it's up! Just that. It is just that. It's just that you need to shut the fuck up and trust me when I say that I am not a part of Cerberus. Click, click. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I can think every time. I'm like, bitch, if you trust me, then shut up and trust me. Forget the collector. Cerberus is the problem. <laughs> but that's your girl. That's your girl. 
I to be honest with you. At least in the first in the first game, I actually did choose Ashley as my love interest the first time. Yes. Actually, the mul- the first multiple times. Did you bring her when you were talking to Terra Firma? Yes. On which game? The first one, because you only see Terra Firma one time. Yeah, I did. I did. I... I did too. And that's my proof that she's not xenophobic. She's just paranoid. I did not bring her on Terraforma. No, it's not a planet. That's why it's a no, group. No, it's an asteroid, isn't it? No, it's a group on the Citadel. There's a protest going on in the middle of the Citadel right before you get to the C-Sec. And it happens only like midway to the end. But when you do bring them in, or when you do talk to them, and if Ashley's a part of your group, they are strictly xenophobic. And she says that she don't like them. She's not a part of Terra Firma. And they try to say, A to her. I don't remember this at all. you can understand our position. And then she's like, Fuck no. You motherfuckers. <laughs> there's a difference between you and me. I don't trust them because they are shady. You don't trust them because you're fucking racist. Big difference. And she does give valid points. I hate to say it. Because I will, I don't hate her. That's the saddest part. I don't fucking hate her. But you do. I understand where she's coming from. Okay. She said, pure and simply, when you brought a whole bunch of aliens on your crew, I I stop looking at your watch. No, 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 no. I'm just looking at the time. (sighs) That is looking at your watch. Duh. Annie. (laughs) Shut up. Okay. (laughs) I like how he can't even argue against it. He's just like, shut up. (laughs) Anyways, no. When you first bring all the aliens after you get Liara, she voices her opinion. She doesn't trust them, but she doesn't trust the council especially. Because at the end of the day, she feels the council, and she went really far off at the end. I'm trying to remember. Will betray you. Sorry. I'm trying to remember the Terraformer, because I don't remember that one on the set at all. It's, like I said, it's a group. It was a tiny little assignment that you have to walk by to even activate because mm-hmm. I, 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 I know I did like a lot of the Citadel tasks like the first time you went to the Citadel I just I kind of like I said I stopped the I kinda, end yeah I kind of stopped doing that you gotta <laughs> do it right before you hit um, like if you're like me and probably homeboy here you save Vermeer for last yeah that's what I, I always did. save Vermeer for last not a lot of people do sometimes people go for the middle and then go to Pharos because Pharos is literally the one people least care about I mean, I, See, I just, how, so how I do things is I'd, plus I plus like, I did I did Pharos first, then uh, Noveria, then Vermeil. Oh, okay. Wait, for, so you didn't even get Liara? You always get Liara first. No, you don't. You can pick the option to save her for dead last. Honestly, she just won't be sane when you fucking find her, and you won't be able to romance her. But that's it. Yeah, I went for to find her immediately. Same. Well, because oh. like you needed input on Benezia. So I felt like getting her daughter was probably the most important task. To I do brought it. her for that boss fight, for the record. Oh yeah, I did too. Same, same. I, it it feels wrong not to. It feels odd not to. Like cause, because because she also has the input on the Rachnite too as well. Does mm. she? No, she, not not really her. That's not really her. She's more Prothean based than Rachnite based. Mm-hmm. But I, I guarantee you, bring Rex. Rex would like try to convince oh. you like burn them. Oh, I did burn them. No, 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 no. Actually. <laughs> That's almost exactly what the fuck he said. Because I brought him with Liara. Because I wanted them to have moments where they actually bought it. Because like in Mass Effect 3, they actually seem like they know each other to the point where they consider each other family. Yeah. And 
this is a funny joke to the Citadel DLC. I just found out that I am a quarter Krogan. Ha! I knew there was something I liked about you. <laughs> it was like the most hilarious one because they're in the elevator and he's like, "Ready? You nervously okay. are." She's like, "Not even one bit. Not at all. You don't got no quip or any kind of nervous feelings." Damn, you really have grown up, haven't you? And she's like, that, and I did find out I'm a quarter Krogan, so what's there to be really afraid of? Ha <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a reason I loved you! <laughs> okay, so now that we've got all so our... her being oh, a pureblood just completely goes out the window in the third game, then. Well, no, yes and no, yes and no, yes and no, but that's only because her mother side. Her mom... Technically... Is the ch- or her other mother, Nabanezia? No, the, the Evita. Yeah. Okay. The bartender in number two. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, I, I know what's wrong. Okay. And she, it turned out that she's that her parents. If you talk to the bartender during Mass Effect Two, her father was Krogan. Her mother was a, was an Asari. <laughs> Ironically enough, the mom fought in the Krogan rebellions. And then the father fought against the Ragnarok Wars, but oh, wow. she killed. <laughs> but his mom, her their mom, killed a lot of Krogan. Ooh. So when naturally, when the dad found out the real truth about that, they decided to have a one last stand fight off and said to Athena, "Whoever lives, you have to love them. Like whoever lives, that's who you're gonna have to love for the rest of your life." And they said, "Oh, is it the same Asari that freaking Rex talks about in the first one?" No. Different. That is. Oh, can I do this one? Um, can I do this one? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Yeah, I love ahead. this theory because okay. there's this theory that goes around that's been going around of who that is. Oh no! No, no, you love it. It's I'm, juicy. It's juicy. Because I, I, I thought it's literally Athena for some reason. Alina, or what's what was the character's name? Alina, I can't. I, think? I can't remember for sure. Either I'll way, go in for a refresher. The idea of this, I'm going to go into it, of who it is, and you see them in Mass Effect 2 and 3 onward, Arya Talok, before she get, took the name Arya Talok. Oh. Because, here's why. If you help Arya on her side quest during Mass Effect 2, Which I did. she will be a little bit more willing to offer up her past. So, who, who she was, what she was, all she tells you is... She came to Omega with barely any clothes on her back, no money left, and that she had been avoiding enemies that she had made. Oh, the main person that you actually talk to on Omega when you get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't know Arya by name? Yeah, I do. I just. I, I just freaking did the dialogue yesterday and I. Can't don't believe fuck with right. Arya. <laughs> but I have one rule. The joke is, or the idea that. Why this is speculated is because technically her and Rex are over a thousand years old. That's neither here nor there. They're both equally the it. same age. Oh, wow. So, and he doesn't really specify when Alira and him first met, but the but Arya had been ruling Omega for 500 years. Damn. Okay. That should give you some incentive of how old she really is. Two... If you follow how the Omega mission in Mass Effect 3 went, 
The woman was strong enough to rip open a fucking barrier that was melting people's fleshes off. Oh, wow. Okay. And they're like, how did you know you could do that? He, she says, I didn't. She's ballsy. She's gutsy. She survived a lot of shit. Now, this goes back to Rex's story of her, where they were facing off against each other in a station. Say what you will about Arya. She's actually a bit softy, and she does care about the citizens of Omega, mm-hmm. to the point where she won't let civilians die on her watch. Oh, okay. Fast forward a little bit, or rewind <laughs> a little bit. That's what Rex says about Alira. Always was a bit of a softy when it comes to civilians, so she decided to go to an empty station. He thought she was dead. Because the whole thing exploded and there was nothing left. Gets a message from her. Better luck next time. Uh, that was my, one of my favorite stories. Right? That is the <laughs> most gorgeous story. And that's what it leads to. Because that's where these two should intertwine. This theory. Because as far as everyone knows, Alira is dead. The only one who really knows she's alive is Rex. And he's chosen to keep quiet. And the guy he hired. But that guy ended up dying of old age. <laughs> so so scared shitless he died of natural causes. <laughs> right? So reality is Rex is the only one who could possibly know Arya's past. And that's the idea of it. Right. They were gonna hint at it a little bit more, I guess, in number three. But they didn't get around to it. No, because there's too much to add in. And they're They should have. I crunch. genuinely believe that Arya should have th- been. I think a- they should have made like a little DLC quest. For, for that specific storyline. Honest, Ari, I can make the argument they should have made Arya like a companion. Oh, that would have been nice. Just to see how things would scale with when you do the Omega mission. And then you have to help her, and then she's like, No, I owe... Tell Shepard, I owe you. Did you pause? No. Oh, okay. I was like, hey. My screen went blank. <laughs> okay. That way, it adds a little bit more in-depth to her character, and you'll learn a lot more about her. I feel like she's still an anomaly that no one knows about, and we're never going to probably know about it now. Yeah, unfortunately. Except for the fact that she's the Queen of Omega, and she's the most badass Asari in existence. Second only to only one right now. Well, two, actually, if she lived. Okay. I see if. Samara and Liara. And I only say Liara because, my God, she's only young, and she's still able to keep up with most matriarchs. Well, she's like, what, 108? Mm Mm-hmm. She, she's but that's still a kid in the like I said she's only 21 basic she's basically 21 or 22 in human years and 23 by the time Mass Effect rolls I was like but yeah. she slept a Shepard Shepard's almost 30 I'm like really they're both they're both consenting adults at this point so it's not well. really frowned upon <laughs> and <laughs> if you guys are really upset about that you should not even talk about the whole tally relationship was she like kind of a minor in the first one? She was nineteen, and, and he was twenty-nine. Still baby. consenting, <laughs> but Brazier's like, barely and legal. Garrus was technically like 22, 23, If you do the math of him being in the yeah military, because he said he only stayed with them for a small amount of years. Yeah, before he hit up CSEC. Mm-hmm. And that leads up to... And he stopped his specter training, too. And then if you don't romance either one, him or Tally, they actually show that Oh yeah, they that. are a couple at the very end. And honestly, that was great. I'm cool with that. Because your bro and your... Basically, your little bro and your little sit... Your two best friends. Yeah, two best friends you consider family and siblings already. Going out, I was like, hmm. 
I mean, you I, know, I ship this. I, I endorse this. I endorse oh, this. Oh, right. One of my... Uh, I am Commander Shepard. This you, is my favorite couple on the Normandy. Hey, now that you mention <laughs> it... Um, Captain's approval. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, right. Uh, one of my friends who was playing through Mass Effect 3, like, he didn't realize that he could uh, get with tallies. Oh, he tried to do that in Mass Effect 3, but by then it was already too late. He definitely had to do that, only to find out that Tally hooked up with Garrus. <laughs> They would at least somewhat reveal it, her face more than what they did. I know that was. I don't give a fuck if you got a. I, I feel thought, like I got the short end of that stick. I thought only romancing her to see her face in the photo was a cheap, cheap ass what bullshit way. Because I, I mean, know for a fact I was never gonna romance her. I mean that's that's one way to say fuck you. And then you see her take off the mask. That would have been the perfect moment. I was expecting the sparkly eyes and shit. <sighs> you motherfuckers! And everyone's saying, does she even have hair? I'm like, I can see her honestly having like short pixie hair. I'm gonna be real technical mm. here. <laughs> but so, at the same time, she'll have really bad helmet hair. Of course, it's sweaty <laughs> under that thing. You hear her complain about how hot it is all the time. Lord forbid if you put her in the fucking collector's mission and she's in the fucking shaft. Oh no, <laughs> no pun intended. No, I mean. Well, here's an idea. I always love this idea that if you turn this into a story, so that way you can meld all the characters together. My idea for Mass Effect 2 with the suicide mission is to always put Tally in charge, Kasumi being the second, and then Legion taking up the third and helping the processing of getting these fucking doors open. I've, I've always put Le- The funny part is I actually always put Legion open those fucking doors. Oh, well, yeah, because he he's the only one that don't have to worry about being overheated. But the dialogue is so funny for Tally if you did have her in there and then bring her in on the... If you go with her on the mission, you have to anyway, to Rannoch on the Geth Dreadnought, she's like, Vince, always the fucking Vince. And then he's like, you did good on the collector mission during the ventilation shaft. I got set on fire! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now that we've got all our happy moments with uh, the franchise out. Well, really quick, like, in number... And number two, I, I've never figured out how to uh, face the uh, Shadow Broker. I know there was a way. I just It's a DLC. Uh, DLC. Oh, yeah. Was it really a DLC? Yeah. yeah. You need Liara's DLC to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, as I Otherwise, was. you'll never see it, and then you're just going to have to take her word for it that she did it all on her own. Which also shows that Liara's a badass in her own right, that she was even capable of doing that. Well, like, well, like the PS3 freaking Legendary Edition and now the PS4 Legendary Edition, all that... Stop looking at your watch. <laughs> oh, that come you, I know. oh, that should already come bundled. Oh, that should already come bundled, right? Huh? It should, but there was some DLC that was considered corrupt and couldn't come back into the legendary well, no, edition. Well, no, 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 no. In mine, well, I don't know about PS4, but in mine, I got all my DLC still. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I got in uh, Bring Down the Sky in the first one. I love that DLC. I don't care what <laughs> anyone says. Okay. No, no. The, the, the thing about bring down the sky. I, I know you want. Long. You want to. I know you want to wrap up on this. What? Uh, it's not that I want to wrap up. I just have one last question before we wrap up. Wait. What? Okay. So now we got all our happy moments and all that sad about the moments. franchise. Yeah. Pick the sad moment that made you stop playing for a few days. Like what moment hit you so hard where you had to press the pause button, hit save, and then turn off your Xbox or PlayStation or whatever? What moment did that to you? In any of them, or just all of them? Pick one specifically that hit you that hard. It can be from any of the games. And it made you cry. 
I, I think it would probably be the first one, which is the, the Vermeer mission, especially if you don't have your Paragon or Renegade up high enough, Rex. and you have to kill Rex along okay. with either Ashley or Caden. Uh, okay, so that's... Yeah, because you basically losing two people right there. Okay. Um, I can see that argument. Um, okay, so shit. that's for him. What about you? There's Tenant. so many. Like, okay. Can I just give a list on this one of like my top five? Top three. That's my compromise. Oh, give me a break. Top five. Okay, fine. But um, just... five, number five is definitely just going to be the ending. Okay. No matter what you choose, they already hit. You lose Anderson, and that to me that was the heartbreaking moment for me. Okay. Like the pause, save, deuces. <laughs> yeah. No, because like because of his last words, and apparently there was supposed to be more dialogue where he talks about Shepard being a parent. No. And they released it via PC, and I was like, "Motherfuckers!" Like that's number five for me because he says you did good. Either you did good, son. I can't remember what he says for the female shepherd. You might remember it better. Uh, well, I'll ask my brother. He might know. I've never played as a female shepherd. I, I, I never did either. I never I completed. He has. I never completed the playthrough. But he says you did good, and I'm proud of you. Literally, that's his last words before he nods his head off, and then you still think he's talking to you, and you're like, "Thank you, sir." Shepherd literally turns over to him, he says does. his name like Anderson, tries to no! shake him, and he doesn't move. And to me, that was like the most poignant depressing ass scene because he had been with you from day literally one right. and you couldn't save him even if you tried i remember like right. it was yesterday that you became a okay spectator. what's number four number four because um, you're you're the one that said top five tally suicide oh don't get me started with that one goddamn where if you choose to help the get and then the wreck and then the cory and fleet get destroyed and she's staring as her whole damn home is basically destroyed. Then, she takes off her mask, says, I'm sorry, Shepard, does this, and falls off the cliff. Oh, no. That was heartbreaker number four for me. Three. Three? Oh, was that in the third one? Because I don't remember. Yeah, that, that was in the yeah, third one. Yeah, it's in number three. But that's only if you choose to just save the Geth. If you do all the side missions, you don't have to worry. Yeah. If you do all the random missions, you don't have to worry. I, I mean, forgot to do one, and that's what led to that. Oof. And it was not the saving Zalcoris, I can tell you that much. <laughs> okay. Now, number three, and this is only if you don't talk to her throughout all of three, otherwise it cannot be avoided. It's going to happen. Miranda. Oh. Miranda's death. Oh, when... Saving her sister. Oh, because she like gives herself up to Kai Lang to mm-hmm. not te- technically give up, but she gets fa- more fatally wounded because okay. she wasn't expecting him. But if you do talk to her, she sees him coming. Because mm-hmm. okay. that means you helped her at least pre- mentally prepare right. for it. Okay, good thing I talked to her at every I chance I got. Her so, death was heartbreaking because, especially if you romanced her, and that's how she goes out. To me, it's like the most storytelling wise way for her to go because it's fitting for her. Like okay. her story is ending right here because she can't even have kids. You don't even learn that until Shadow Broker DLC that she tried to have children and couldn't. Aww. So, to me, this was her best finite ending. Okay. If you wanted to end it there. And then she says, I love you to Shepard, and she dies with her eyes open. Two? 
Thane. Oh, Fucking no, Thane. no, no. <laughs> okay. Thane's death was painful. But Thane yeah. was actually... What was, it, you saw it you saw Like, it he was going to die because of whatever he was sick with. Keppel oh, Syndrome? Okay. Yep. And number one. Morden. Morden. Don't even win. matter how he oh. dies. He's going to die. And then you either shoot him in the back, and then he's crawling trying to save the Krogan, and, then and he, he fails. fails in that. Or he result becomes more resolved about the fact that he is going to die to save the Krogan, inhales deeply, starts singing his song, My Xenoscience, that is from Urn to Adrarian, I am the very model. Doesn't even get to finish his song. And then... And it blows up in his face. And to me, uh, that was heartbreaking, but it's like... It was enough for you to, like, press save and stop, yeah, plop, stop playing. Yeah, I had to take a moment, because I'm like... Okay. What about Jacob's death? Jacob Taylor? Dude, no. Don't, don't. We don't give a fuck about Jacob. I'm no. sorry. Man. Nah, you romance him. He still fucks another girl. Literally, dead ass will cheat on you with another girl. And then you try to talk to him about it. I was like, oh, we're having a baby, Shepard. We're going to name... if it, We're going to name them after you. I'm like... Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, you swung the other way. Okay, so fuck pretty you. much the one no, that hit. No, female oh. shepherd. Okay. Only the female shepherd. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. You well, since, at that point, you guys are broken up. No, you weren't. You're no, together not at all. By the end of Mass Effect 2. Uh-huh. And then Mass Effect 3, when you're being held prisoner, you're technically still together. Yeah. Then, when you do see the motherfucker again, he's with a new girl. And then she tries to say, he's mine. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, do you know who I am? I know, that was... I was about to say, like, when I heard that from her, I'm like, you do know... I am talking. the hero of the Skillion Blitz! And I, <laughs> or, depending on how you look at it, I am the rat... Or, what is the ruthless one? Something of Tarfan. I forgot. I am the... I know. Mer- butch... The Butcher of Tarfan. <laughs> I'm like, whatever option you pick, it, Shepard it, has already killed hundreds upon maybe a thousands of people. You are one in a long line that he will gladly kill. He or she. And this, he or she. Well, technically she. Yeah. Technically she. And that's ignoring the fact that if you just went pure or paragade Shepard in Mass Effect 2 and just started killing people that you just got really annoyed with. You mean Renegade? No, Paragade. That means you half You still and wanted half. to play Paragon, but you still wanted to just... People were getting on your last fucking nerve, like the dude who was monologuing in the Krogan mission. Oh, I pulled that we trigger at the drop of a damn hat. You will roam the world and destroy the celebrity. <laughs> you talk way too much. You got mad at me for pulling the trigger on that. I had to draw the line after Morty even tried silence and be like, dude, don't do it. Do it. No, I'm saying you got mad at me when that I told you I didn't. I was being Paragon only. He's like, why'd you, you, why'd you do that? And then you got mad at me see, for pushing a guy out the window. See, pa- oh, Mass- I did that too eventually. In, in Mass Effect 3. The older I got, the more fed up I got of the guys, okay? I stopped trying to be nice. <laughs> seriously, Ignore like, it. seriously, okay. in Mass Effect both 2 and 3, I think I've done more Renegade options. Thank you, yeah. Well, that's because they're more entertaining. The first game. Well, you know what I, what I tried to justify my excuses with? Oh, God damn it. Can't be any worse Actually, than mine. Actually, it's two reasons. The first reason. One, Mass Effect 1, you didn't have a reason really to go Renegade. Not technically. You can, you can go Renegade, but it's not like you're going seriously Renegade. But you'll but actually look like, like an there's, asshole. There's a couple options I did go Renegade in the first one, but it wasn't really enough to exactly. go Exactly. Not enough to Renegade. where it's like... Where but in 2 and 3, you're like, 
fuck this shit. You a piece of shit mode in fucking re- Mass Effect 2. Oh, uh, the first Hang one on. I did purely on accident. What the hell did you do? I was like, oh, where's you my... You shot the motherfucker with the thing. Yeah, you're working too hard. You <laughs> shot the guy in the back when you're Yeah, the first there. time I was like, oh, wait, what did I do? Oh, no. <laughs> that was some dickery shit. Oh, oh no. For, for, uh, I forgot what I put that was. on Angel. Oh, it's right here. I was like, oh, God. That probably could have helped uh, man, you. I forget what mission it was, but uh, okay. it was probably one of those early missions where there was a guy like outside the freaking compound. And you're like, oh, like, medi-gel, please. And I was trying to do the medi-gel, but oh, I actually pulled the renegade option and shot the dude. I'm you're like, what? So- I don't think he's going to get his medi-gel. You're a fucking dick. Oh, my God. Okay. The option came up. It came up really too quick. I didn't read it. I'm like, oh, trigger. Oh, shit, I shot him. <laughs> okay. option I always picked. Because you can get away with this one. Oh, especially, I, especially number two with the freaking Garrus's mission. No, oh, no, wait, you uh, shoot the droid. Oh, wait, you, you shoot sh- the mech in the head, and he's and you're like, he's like, they got a couple mechs coming over. Take a look, and then you shoot, and that's one less. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, okay. That seems like the most practical. Like, so, option to pick just like. Yeah, on the um, ending note, you, the saddest scene for me was pretty much the number two that you had. I basically hit the save button after the prayer, and I didn't play for like three days. I was like, I can't do this. I can't. I can't. Uh, what about you, Russ? You didn't give your sad moment. He, he did. I, I did. He uh, was the first one. Oh, yeah. It was... Um, like, when it came to like number three, like, I've I, I, I done everything I could to actually, save everyone. I got one for y'all. Oh, God. What moment... Made you mad as all hell. We already got happy. We got sad. What made you just piss? Okay, and so this swing? is pretty much the ending note. Let's go out with a bang. Hold on, hold on. Uh, it, it was when and this one I can say. More. See, with, with me, before the ending of number three, it, it will have to be like I think when you got in beginning part of number three after your roommate's Miranda, where if your roommate's actually in the first one, she got pissed at you for romancing Miranda. I oh, was heartbroken, and I was. Oh, good thing I went but with Tally. She, she was cool <laughs> when you date either Tally or Jack. No, she. She had, wasn't cool with Jack no, at all. No, what do you mean? Was, oh, I was about to say she was actually kind of. She was even more pissed than no, Miranda. No, 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 she was more pissed about Miranda, but that's because oh, that's because sadly Miranda Cerberus. and Ashley with the long hair look almost exactly the same. Well, it's also Only the fact that one's got a tan and one don't. And then one works for the Cerberus, the other's lions. And one's got an ass and one's got tits. Dude. I said. <laughs> Which one had the ass? Which one had the tits? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, think that it's one... established that honestly, Ashley has a fuller set of knockers on her. I mean, don't get me wrong, she has legs too, though. Miranda, though, that ass for. <clears throat> oh, who else has done with Ashley and your uh, party, especially at Silido with the uh, elevators, where you just pan the camera towards Ashley's ass and just walk <laughs> off the elevator, right? Uh, That's how we're okay, we're getting way I off track here. I, I kind of did that a couple of times. Okay, we're getting a little off track. Well, Angry scene, go! Especially in high, high school area. <laughs> Middle like school, high school. Jack's look, though, in number three. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, she actually has hair. It fit her. Yeah, like enough. the bu- buzz sides and the ponytail? Hell yeah. And then they gave I her a jacket. Mm-hmm. I will join you, but I need to take care of these kids first. <laughs> at least she was. Okay. At least she was honest. I love the development they gave her. 
Honestly, it was a beautiful set. I just wish you didn't have to romance her to figure out her backstory of why she don't trust people so much. Stop looking at your phone. Sorry, it was a homie message. See, with me, me. I, I really didn't care. Like, I played like Mass Effect Two like probably a total of three times where I romance at least Miranda once, Talia once, and Jack once. Damn, Damn, you swinger. I mean, I wrote. I mean, I'm with him on that one. I've romanced all of them except for the boys. I would have romanced Thane with that sexy ass voice, but. Well, see, uh, the, the one moment that got me pissed off where I actually romanced Garrus. And I didn't know about it. You can't romance him as a male. And number two. You can't romance him as a male. Pretty sure you can. No, you cannot! (laughs) Then it must... Period. Dang. Get... Well, no, I thought when you romance Garrus... Garrus, you have to be a woman. Same with Thane. And Jacob, for that matter. And... Then you oh, you know what? I think more than things you're flirting with them, and then he's like, nah, "You're I'm not good. my type, homie." Wait, what? <laughs> oh no, uh, freaking! Uh, it was the third game where I accidentally uh, <laughs> did the you the gay can't. I was gonna say you still. Oh, can't. you're probably thinking you're about Caden Aleko. Caden, I thought that was weird. It was. I thought weird. that was kind of like no, no, no. I'm not even trying to hate on the gays because Steve Cortez is one of my fucking favorite gay characters on that whole damn set. You can't even say you hate Steve. Steve is an adorable no, teddy bear. No, no, no. You, you have no reason to hate him. If you hate him, you're and an asshole. You, that is another sad moment when he dies if he if you don't yeah. fucking connect with him enough. Oh. Cortez! Yeah. And then James, if you have him on the mission, just go so angry. Damn it! Ah, come on! Come on! Come on! I'm like... Yo, I know that was your homie and your best friend, but how you just acted out actually reminds me of the, a scene from Starship Troopers. Like, get some, get some. You want some more? Want okay, some more? Uh, like that, like that. We are completely derailed now. No, so anywho, let's let's get back on track. All right, because so we gotta get to the ending now. We'll send this final part out with a bang. All right, so you first. You're the one that brought it up. Me? Yeah, you. Matt? Oh shit. Oh. I wish y'all didn't put me on the spot like that. You're the one that just started it. Well, because I got too many moments that made me mad. Pick one because we're on an ending note. I'm sorry you loved the game too much. Uh, We'll go on for hours talking about this game. We probably need, like, I think that should be another forbidden one. That punk-ass Udina. Oh, yeah, fuck that guy. (laughs) That punk-ass... Actually, no. The council. The fucking council just made me... I'll single-ize them on every fucking game. Because every game Just I saw... Just pick the one that pissed you off the most. They are the one that pissed me off the most. Wait, did, so in the first one, did you save them or just let them save out them. to die? Saved them. I saved them. enough, but I did what I thought was right at the time. Same. Again, Shepard does what he feels at the end of the day is going to help everyone. Why would you let the motherfuckers running the Citadel die? That's going to make people look at you like... Hmm. <laughs> I digress. Now, they were assholes to me. <laughs> like, well, yes, but... But they're important suck. leaders. And then in number two... I'd say. Ah, yes. Reapers. Motherfucker. <laughs> ah, that was valid reason number two right there. And then reason number three in the third game. And this is more against fucking... Udina. No. Ashley. Tavos. Tav- Tavos. That, cause out of everyone in fucking, cause out of everyone of the counselors in number three, that bitch was the shadiest one. When the fucking Torian, who's hated you from day one, is willing to push that shit aside and say, "Look, I need you to save my 
goddamn planet. Can you save my planet? That's all I need to know. Dude. Yes. Then good. You can. I will help you plan out what you need to do. <laughs> and that's it. And then even Valor. You saved my life. I appreciate it. It's Tavos it. has every fucking moment to tell you about the goddamn catalyst. Every moment. She okay. talks to you twice. Okay. Clearly, you hate the Citadel Council. All right, big boy. What scene pissed you off the most? And then it has the... Wait, I just got in and want to know. And then she has the audacity to give you the cold shoulder when you say you couldn't save our planet. Bitch, you gave me the info a little too late! It's just a little too late. I'm sorry. I'm there's only one guy <laughs> with one ship. What do you expect me to do? <laughs> like, serious? You said you could help my planet. Yeah. But you didn't tell me that you had a fucking Prothean bacon on this planet. You were still being secretive about that. Fucking hell. Like I said, I have my reasons to want to punch tables in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, all right, like, all right, big boy. Your turn, big boy. Uh, God, I, I think it would be the ending options that kind of pissed me off on all three of them. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I was cool with them. Well, for the no, first no, two, because, yeah, not three. Because I wanted Shepard to live. And okay, all the options, you die. Okay, well, well, except for the new DLC, uh, at the time when it was new, where you chose the destruction option. You the, still lived through that one. He technically oh, lived because there's a rock that mm-hmm. comes down and you hear a breath. My personal canon, honestly. Yeah, I know. I, I know you hate one. me choosing synthesis option. Oh, yeah, I, I hate In the that. long run, he should have still lived if you chose synthesis. Like, truly, if... about it i did love the after credit scene okay oh yeah i, I do enjoy the after credit scene but like uh, <laughs> it's like one of the parts where like so no matter what options i choose the, the first time around i die the, the fuck is this bullshit dude the destroyed one had me terrified for a second for those damn marines because the marine was about to get swarmed by some fucking husks like they were literally in his face when they just evaporated i was like Yep, and then the Reapers fell. He dropped a lot of shit loads right there. <gasps> Whew, I feel like I'm 20 pounds lighter. <laughs> <laughs> you know he did too, because it's like, ah! What the fuck? <laughs> Alright, so... It's like Bender from Futurama literally shitting bricks. <laughs> I'm back, baby! <laughs> so, is that your closing note, big boy? Pretty much, yeah. It was okay. yours, big boy. Ooh, it was one of the Little loyalty boy. missions for Little sure. Boy. 
Hmm. One of the loyalty missions. Probably when we were dealing with Thane's son, I felt like that was a little much. It's like uh, in the second game. Yeah, second game. What do you mean much? It's like, why did he follow in his dad's footsteps? And like, he didn't listen to anybody. He was gonna kill that kill that guy. The boy was angry anyway. Well, I'm glad that we stopped him, but I'm like, dude, you didn't have to go down this path. No, but it's the way it is. Sadly. That's what happens when you get raised by an assassin, man. Well, it's like, it's like when we have that Batman talk. He only knew. He technically, knew. he didn't know his father was an assassin until he was eighteen, and until after mom died. Mm-hmm. I just want to follow his father's footsteps. What's wrong with that? No, you know? he didn't even know that actually. I mean, he, he was just knew that his mom died. Okay. Well, um, Sorry, at this son. point, yeah, no, at this point, uh, we'll just end this yeah. right here. Uh, yeah, any we last talk about my clown? Ah, we'll, we'll get to that next week. Yeah, <laughs> or the week after. Because that's some shit that y'all need to process. So yeah, if you made it this close to the to the end of this podcast, uh, preview for next week, uh, we'll get into some true crime stuff. If we actually get into next, week, I mean, I probably seem to skip a week or two because a certain someone here always has issues. Yeah. Oh, last right. week was because I had car issues. I guess issues is issues. Like, something always comes up on your end, is what he's trying to say. Eh, fuck you. No, am I wrong? No, you're actually not, and I'm actually agreeing eh, with you for once. fuck you. My man, we've had to postpone five separate weeks. And there was one time I arrived, and then you said you couldn't and show up. And three of them were in tandem with each other. Yeah. You both can go fuck yourself. We're <laughs> all jerking off. I'm pretty sure at least two of us in here. No, uh, for sure. Uh, we'll try to plan it on Monday for next week. <laughs> for sure. Uh, so I'm not going into coming to in on a work day with me. But yeah, that uh, yeah. If you guys made it to this far, preview for next week. We'll probably get a little bit of true, true crime. Everyone will get. Well, a, I mean, I got. Oh, my... this way. Like we'll, we'll say it right oh, now. Damn. Everyone choose a true crime story, and we'll bring it for next week. I mean, I've been oh, listening yeah. to more than my fair share of horror stories, so we can probably find something for those as well. Okay. Yeah, I've been like listening I said, to. I got uh, my fair share in my head already, so just. Yeah. I already know my first one. We'll talk about the rest another day. Yeah, yeah I, I already have a couple one that I want to. I'll just have it, to bring in for next week. For I'll sure. I'll just have to go in Who for a refresher. Uh. It's a kind of more on the unsolved area. It's for. Uh, oh, those are some good ones. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'll, I'll say it now as a preview. Let, uh, oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna say what it is because you guys might look it up and you will spoil it for you. What? You know, I, 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 I I'll, probably I'll, already I'll, know about it because I love I'll, unsolved cases. I know. I'll, I'll say. I'll say it when when we're not recording. Yeah. But here, that you guys, any last minute stuff you want to say? Um. Yeah. Here's to hopefully a. I'm not gonna say strong season for the Seahawks, y'all, but. At least a decent one. I don't think we're going to tank like everyone seems to think we are. Well, I'll say the only thing I really say is we'll see at the beginning of... Well, we'll see during the season, honestly. If this goes anything like how I think it's going to go, it's going to be a repeat of the 2011 through 13 drafting process. And what that means is we're going to pick a QB in the second year. I already got my eye on one who says he's a Seahawks fan. And he might go in the first round. So, if we do end up getting that guy, i.e. C.J. Stroud, I believe is his name, for Ohio, who's already considered one of the solid picks for next year, that would be amazing. So, you're saying tank for a QB next year? I'm not saying tank. I refuse to believe. (laughs) I refuse to believe that you got a tank 
in order to get somewhere. I refuse to believe that. I'm on the P. Carroll process of you can get somewhere and still just not win every game. So that's where I'm saying I'm not expecting us to win all our games. I'm not even expecting us to win more than half. I'm <coughs> expecting it to be fully down the middle, if I'm being honest. And we get no, the I'll, wild card. I'll say, I'll say we'll do uh, this upcoming season. I'll say we'll do ten and seven, and barely make it to the wild card. That's that, what that, I mean. That, that's my prediction. That's my prediction because I refuse to believe that Pete Carroll will not want to get into the wild card, and I refuse to believe DK won't want to get into the wild card at the very least. All right. Well, I All guess right. we'll save it for uh, next week or the week after. For sure. Anything you want to add in, homie? Um, I've. Ran through more than my fair share of uh, horror stories, so uh, I've been listening to two YouTube channels. They're both relatively terrifying. Horror or living, like true story horror. Le- true or allegedly true. This guy, uh, these guys are sent like stories from uh, subscribers and other people, and then they just narrate the story of what what was given to them. Okay, that's so. valid. Okay, for sure. Uh, yeah, that uh, please follow us on Twitter at C Town Arena Podcast, and we also have a Facebook page, which is a lot more. Which active. is also the C Town Arena Podcast. Uh, yeah, that uh, we, if you want any, if you want us to discuss any topic, we also have an email at C Town Arena at gmail.com. Again, it's C Town Arena at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, that you, you beautiful fam, have a <laughs> wonderful night, and we will see you next time. Down here at the arena. Yeah.